Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Wega Link. In today's episode, we're talking about celebrity culture. We're going to be talking about the announcement of the new Netflix series, Hype House, Stan Culture, and the dangers of social media influencers. Today, we wanted to highlight Conkey Bahamas on Instagram. This page is a really cool platform for celebrating and explaining Bahamian history and culture, as well as discussing contemporary socio-political issues. I personally think that making information more accessible for young people is super important in our culture today. Their handle is at Conky Bahamas on Instagram, so make sure you check them out. All right, let's just get straight into it. I think the first thing that we should talk about is just celebrities as a concept. Like, what does it mean to be a celebrity in this day and age? I think lately, a lot of people consider to be a celebrity just like having a lot of followers on social media, yes. which is so interesting and weird to me because like, you can have followers on social media for so many different reasons, but like, why should that make you a celebrity? That makes no sense to me. I think the rise of social media and how prevalent social media is in society right now means that celebrities have been redefined by followings. When back in the day, a celebrity is like a music artist, um, movie star, and now that celebrity status has been equated to like TikTok influencers, YouTubers, and people who, and like, I guess Instagram, what do you even call people who are famous on Instagram? Like, Instagrammers? Instagram, yeah, Instagram influencers. I don't know. Yeah. It's like everybody's just considered an influencer as soon as they reach a certain amount of followers, but. Do you really have influence? What I mean. Exactly. That's what I want to know. And also, I just thought about like how, for example, there have always been people who are like, you know, socialites and whatever who are considered uh, celebrities who don't necessarily like do much. But I don't know, for some reason, I think it's just become totally different today. Like, for example, someone like Paris Hilton and like Kim Kardashian, right? Like, they at one point were considered celebrities just because of like, you know, who they know and they go to these parties and like these events and whatever and they just know a lot of people. But now that they have businesses, it's different, you think? Also, do we think that being a celebrity is also the equivalent of having fame? Like you're famous because I'm thinking I don't think influencers are famous no I don't mm. not everybody's famous but also like sometimes they are famous but so like a lot of these tiktokers and instagram influencers and whatever they like literally have paparazzi following them around and they have like fans and people that like stay outside their house and follow them around and stuff so does that make them famous I guess so because I just feel like Like, that's so weird to me why do they have paparazzi I feel like the line this is like weird a weird way to put it but I feel like the lines between celebrity and like civilian have been like really blurred I feel like any not anyone can be a celebrity but now it's just the thing to be to like create a larger following on whatever platform that you're on 
because you're like oh you see that you can make money from it so now you're like okay mm. let me do this I mean I know that some people genuinely do have it as a, as a hobby but at the same time some people have now been like oh let me reconfigure my life so that I can be an Instagram influencer a TikToker which is strange to me yeah and have made that into well I guess what they consider to be careers but in my mind I'm like you you dropping out of school you abandoning all your everything in your life to move to LA and become an influencer but what would you do if you lost your followers or if suddenly Instagram wasn't popping anymore like and also Instagram has just changed so much today as a result of that like the way Instagram has just become like ads and people selling stuff is ridiculous yeah it makes me not even want to go on the platform anymore because it's like I'm not trying to come on here to just be sold a product like I just want to I don't because I don't even know what the purpose of Instagram is anymore like it it used to just be like being in people's lives or something like that now it's just so curated that it's like what am I looking at exactly and I think even with social media also comes that whole thing with oversharing or sharing too much and then people are expecting you to share everything and then when you don't it's like oh you're hiding something and I just miss when like celebrities were more elusive you used to just get like an MTV interview once a month or an article in a magazine and that's all you knew about them it's so different (laughs) Yeah, I think that that's really become the case since like YouTubing became a thing. Because a lot of these YouTubers, like since YouTubing and vlogging became a thing, I think as people began to feel like they're being brought into people's lives, they begin to form a sense of entitlement, right? And then these YouTubers then feel like they have to share everything. And then I feel like that leads them to thinking that their lives are like mega important and like, like, we don't need to know every time you break up with somebody and every time you start a new relationship and every time you do this and that, like you can keep things to yourself. So it's interesting because I wonder if they do it only because they think other people want that from them. And I wonder if, I don't know, do you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if in their mind, they're just like, yes, I need to share everything. Like people, people want to know what I'm up to. Like, not I owe it to them, but also just like, why do y'all, it's kind of like what you're saying that whole like superiority god complex where you're like these people adore me I have so many adoring fans that need to know every detail about me so I need to share all of this and then they're also at the same time like oh there's just so much pressure to like be in my life and blah 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 blah. like I saw this one it was like this one TikTok girl who was like oh my I really can resonate with how Britney Spears feels or like felt and I was like oh Addison fucking Rick it's like you are nowhere near the level of fame that Britney Spears was at such a young age. So I have no idea what you're even saying. Literally. And so many people don't even know who you are. Like the only people who really, who on your run is like middle schoolers. To, and like, Yeah. And it sucks. You, it's crazy that the like the next generation, their celebrities are going to be all influencers. You know what I mean? Like they, the celebrities of like musicians and um movie stars I feel like have taken a backseat to TikTokers which is like what (laughs) (laughs) I hate it so much I definitely think celebrities are a different breed for this generation I think that there there are different um factors to this I think a lot of celebrities today form a false like superiority complex as you mentioned 
and just think that they're so much more important than they actually are and that they contribute so much to society. And then as a result of that, they feel like they can just do whatever they want and treat regular people like shit. Like I saw, I didn't even watch the video because I knew it was going to make me mad. But there was a video going around of the baby like in a plane. And I think he was like talking bad to the um, the flight, flight attendant. attendant. And just like, you know, just being rude. I'm like, first of all, who are you? Why? I don't know why. Like, celebrity status suddenly means that you treat people like they're not human and you're rude to people is insane to me. Like, no, these people, not like these people need to be humbled, but like, y'all need to be humbled because y'all cannot, <laughs> y'all cannot just walk around treating people like shit. Like, they're not, yeah. you are people, you are a person at the end of the day. Take away your celebrity status. Take away all this money, whatever. You, I won't. No one knew who you were at some point, and you can very quickly be brought back down to that. So, this is not a yeah. threat, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, what you, what you gonna do? I know. I'm just like, y'all need to be brought down to earth. Yeah, and I just, I think, I would just like to talk more about celebrity as a concept because I genuinely think it's so weird and such like a weird like characteristic of like our you know of human but like as a social construct yes I think it's so weird that we hold certain people to a different standard that we have people whose job is to follow other people around and take pictures of them and Put, put it on the internet sell it to magazines blah 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 so that people can keep up to date with what they're doing people who actually have no right to know what these people are doing anyway and a lot of the time it's very invasive and like you know a breach of people's privacy and I'm like it's literally so weird to me like I think it's a consequence of putting celebrities on a pedestal like as if they're not not human but above human status like I use the word civilian but it's like they're not as if it's like civilian and heroes but like I think people glorify the status of celebrity I wonder why we do that like what leads humans to do that because this isn't anything new people been you know have been celebrities for decades upon decades and like in the 30s people was freaking out about you know whoever they was freaking out about at that time and like you know Michael think think about Michael Jackson for example exactly. people used to pull up to Michael Jackson hotel and just flood the street to see him wave people at them passing out, today, like passing out in crazy. like when I think of like celebrity that's the thing I think when we were talking about the concept of celebrity and what it means to be a celebrity when I think celebrity I think Michael Jackson I think Beyonce like those people who yeah. are still like elusive to the public eye, you don't know, you think you know a lot about them, but you really do not. And I think that form of celebrity, I can understand. And I yes. think it's a bit more, I don't, I don't know if natural is the right word, but think of some, someone like Michael Jackson, right? At his, in his time, ain't nobody was doing what Michael Jackson was doing. So people have a reason to, to you know, idolize out. him, to freak out when they see him, to, I guess, like, glory you know glorify him and and put him on this pedestal because ain't nobody ain't nobody touching michael jackson he's selling like millions of records like you know everybody around the world is just like oh my god in love with michael jackson but today to be doing that about some 17 year old ugly white tiktoker who doesn't even have any talent 
that's where we get into this weird territory of like why are y'all making celebrities of literally anybody like that's what I don't understand because Michael Jackson Beyonce these kind of people that's different and like you said they are very like elusive and that contributes to like you know their celebrity status because you don't know any like you don't know much about them so you have more room in your mind to like idolize them and whatever but now it's getting weird yeah I don't know I feel like honestly let's bring back gatekeeping to um celebrity status because I really do not think that we like I think that word needs to stop being thrown around because Addison Ray be that's her name Beyonce like it's not they're not even on the same level not even on the same planet obviously they do completely different things but like saying that they're both celebrities like mm, I don't think so exactly and especially when thinking about literally the only reason this girl is famous is for like mediocre is mediocrely a word mediocrity is a word no like she to to do something in a mediocre way anyway she dances in a very mediocre manner and most of the time she's even dances for black people so let's exactly let's get into that let's and talk about really a lot of these white tiktokers and content creators who honestly have no creativity or originality and are just stealing stuff from black people and it's the same shit over and over again and y'all don't stop putting these tiktokers like treating them like celebrities and giving them more views and money why is people making hundreds of thousands of dollars per tiktok for doing literally nothing Beyonce's choreographer is actually working on how you can establish copyright for dances, like, or trademarks for dances, which is so important, especially, like, in this whole wave of no talent celebrities, quote unquote celebrities and influencers, like, because like you said, they're just stealing content from um, the original Black creators and then getting heralded as if they created it. And I'm like, y'all doing this again? (laughs) Like, Did you see the video of of Addison Ray on Jimmy Fallon or whatever. I did. And then they put the side by side of her doing the dance and the original and I'm dancers. Like, and it was like a black girl and of, someone else. The lack of flavor. Literally, no. it was so terrible. And this girl, she probably got at least half a million dollars to go on that show. Exactly. And I'm tired. So I think going on from Addison Ray, let's talk about no talent celebrities and influencers. Because <laughs> um, that's a smooth I transition. Could, I could about this for hours so we gotta make sure <laughs> this doesn't become me screaming I think we talk about this a lot and just like I'm not on TikTok like I don't have the app but all the TikToks that I see make it over to Twitter so I just be watching them over there but they're never really those like dancing TikToks but it's be in the club and it's be dancing the heartbreak anniversary like and I'm like what is this I saw that video and I'm so embarrassed I was like uh <laughs> I just think it's crazy that young kids today are like looking up and like idolizing TikTokers and being like, that's a job that I want. Like I jokingly say that I'm going to drop out of university and become a TikToker knowing that I don't have a TikTok account. But like the fact that they have this weird false narrative that like you can just not go to school and you'll become TikTok famous is very strong to me. Very, very. Especially when the only people who really um end up like making that their career or their um um what's the what's the making that their living are like mediocre white people so if you're not 
if you're not white like I'm sorry it's just it's not the same it's not it's literally like real life where the equal equal equality the equality of jobs is not the same for white people versus black people I'm not gonna say yeah. people of color because I've I've retired people of color as a term I don't like it anyway <laughs> um I know oh okay so we wanted to talk about this new Netflix series The Hype House which features how many of them it's like seven of them yeah I think it's seven of these content creators one and I'm putting air quotes around content creators because something about that just don't sit right with me um so the hype house quote-unquote content collective was created in 2019 and features a group of tiktok creators one of them being Nikita Dragon who who is one 25 and much older than all the people in the house and also is consistently blackfishing on social media. So I don't really know why Netflix thinks it's cool to give her a platform, but go off. Very weird. I and so we we found an article describing the show that we'll link in the description of the episode. But um, this reality show will follow the lives of apparently some of the biggest creators on the social media platform. My thing is, first of all. Who are these people? Second of all, like, what, what is this content that they're creating? What happened to, you said this very well, what happened to creating content that was good? And like, what's going on here? I think it's interesting that this phenomenon of, oh, we all create content, so we need to all live in the same home. I feel like I've seen it a couple of times, like, there was this um, one, a YouTube, um, they were like YouTuber houses, like O2L. I remember that one with JC Kalen, Kian Lolly, others. I don't remember the rest of their names. Um, Wasn't who it was? Ricky, Carl, Ricky Dylan, Connor Franta. Yeah. I forget the last one. I think it was like oh, five of them. Yeah, there was like another. Anyway, I don't remember his name. Ir- irrelevant. <laughs> Um and David Dobrik, he had he has his people living no, in the house. No, Log Squad. Do they all live together? I don't know. I I thought in the article they make it seem like they do live together. Oh okay. So I just think it's interesting this whole phenomenon of oh we all create content so we all need to live together. I'm just like what? Is, so it's gonna be a reality TV show, right? And I'm just like this is this implies that people really care about their lives because you want to see the insight into what they're doing the everyday time now you know this is going to be scripted reality very much so and just to like push certain storylines and narratives maybe clean up some scandals that they've had because this is the same hype house that had a super spreader party in los angeles during the peak of covid in california no mass just vibes and covid very disturbing <sighs> i just I I also this this idea of like content is very interesting to me and I think it's um in a way quite sad because I think a lot of people who for example are like actual artists right they feel pressured to create content and can't because it's it's much easier for people to you know make money like you know because under capitalism and shit we feel like we have to like monetize our hobbies right 
So mm-hmm. I guess these people found this hobby of making TikToks and whatever, and suddenly they're able to make millions off of it. And now everyone feels pressure to create content, even if that content is completely meaningless or demonstrates no talent or contributes nothing really. And some most of the time it ain't even funny. So like, what are y'all really doing? And like, you're quote unquote creating content, but why does everything have to be content? Yeah, for also, people to just consume and to generate money. Exactly, because I've also heard the term organic content, where it's like you're not being paid to produce this content, but like it's with a brand that you might want to work with. So you post them on your story or incorporate them on your YouTube video, or whatever, and then the brand will maybe want to work with you because they see that you're posting with it or whatever. And I'm just like, it's fascinating, like you said, how like artists feel the pressure to like constantly be creating content to keep up with the content that's just being recycled over and over again on TikTok because it's like Mm -hmm. there's no originality and there's no I think it's a lack of creativity honestly from the people just recycling the content obviously you're like keeping up with the trends and all that stuff but I just think about the original creators of a lot of this stuff like especially the dances and those black creators on TikTok and having to see your work just stolen and ripped off by Mm -hmm. these white influencers who make crazy more amount of money than you do and then you just have your little small platform but that was a piece of quote-unquote content that you created authentically that's something that you were proud of you choreographed all that stuff so it's sad to see like an artist's work reduced to just monetization I guess Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. definitely so I'm really um I don't know I don't know if I'm interested but I'm curious to see what comes of that show I will not be tuning in but um I was about to I'm, say would you watch I'm it curious to see what people should have we, to say about should we watch it. should we watch like, <laughs> should we watch, should we watch an episode and just see <laughs> you I just my brain cells can't handle that I already have so few I just think that they would be so annoying and I yeah I, I would just I'm be so, so annoying I also don't want to further fund these people, especially um, Nikita. I really have no interest in providing her any sort of monetary um, support. Right. <laughs> like, no thanks. But she already get paid. Not if you true. watch it or not, she didn't get a check. True, true. So but I just ain't trying to hear her. I ain't trying to hear her. No. I know, right? Okay, I, like, I didn't feel like it's just going to be like, I don't have an interest in what TikTok creators are doing behind the scenes. Like, I can say this, I know this is harsh, but I feel like I can, I'm just going to say this as a humble third year university student um, who knows that she will be having to seek employment of a real job after this. And I say real um, in a harsh way, because I'm just like, people are like, I feel like influencers, especially like TikTokers uh, are always like, oh, but this is like, like, I'm always doing work. I'm always editing and replying to, I love when they say when they have to work and they're like, oh, I'm replying to comments. I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) Like, (laughs) we are not, I don't know. Obviously it's, it's like, it sounds like very haterish to say this. Like, like, it's not like, I don't even, I literally don't know what I'm saying because it's very haters to just be like, oh, they're making all this money and they didn't get, go to university like me and they don't know the struggle. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just like, y'all have no, and it's not, I feel like it's, I literally do not know what I'm saying because it's like, it's a matter I of get, I because it's not even fairness because nothing's fair. No, and I think 
no, I, I understand what you're saying. And I, you know what, honestly, I think sometimes it's okay to be a hater because why should I not be a hater towards like freaking 16, 17 year old, like mediocre ass white people who really objectively like do not have, do not have much talent. They're stealing people's quote unquote content. And they're really only like this famous and making all this money because they're white. Like you can see that. Yeah. That playing out. Like that's the only reason that they have this fame and this status and all of this like um, exposure. So you know what? I'm not going to be a hater towards um, black content creators and Period. black influencers who actually, you know, like do things and like have talent. Like, I don't know why I just thought of like, Jackie Ina, for example, right? Yes. But I wouldn't even compare Jackie Ina to any kind of like any of these people because Jackie Ina been making YouTube videos for Mm -hmm. years. She she's very good at what she does. um, Makeup videos, like you know, and she's now branching out into TikTok. Exactly, but she has a whole business. Like she she got sense, and -hmm. Jackie Ina is still not even like she she doesn't even have as many followers as like other people who have been doing it for like a fraction of the amount of time that she has so it's really frustrating to see black people who have been doing this for years and years and years and like they're not even able to reach the same level of um like you know being paid a certain amount or viewership or whatever as like these mediocre white people who don't even have any talent so i'm gonna be a hater to those people and I also think that Netflix is just contributing to this whole narrative of just like, oh, be white uh, and you can make this money. I don't know, because I feel like I'd be way more interested in seeing a reality TV show. I doubt she would ever do it about Jackie Ina and her businesses, her um, behind the scenes of how she runs her brand, her YouTube page, all of her social media. Because there are a lot of, not even Jackie Ina, but even just a uh, television show about black creators I would love to watch that because I feel like they have a lot more to offer than these mm-hmm. people like you mm-hmm. if my feed has none of these people on it my Instagram feed has a lot of like black creators and there's so many people who are so talented like I know we were saying like oh influencers are just like curating feeds but sometimes that's a talent within itself like I will give them credit where credit is due like some people have very creative feeds that they've spent time planning out and like shooting. That's photography, that's editing, all that stuff. So I will give credit where credit is due. But when it comes to people like the Hype House, I don't understand why Netflix is pushing, um, idolizing mediocrity, white mediocrity. Exactly. Exactly. That's I think that's the root of the problem. And I want that to be very clear in what we're saying because that's what I'm going to hate on because I can't like I, I can't support that and this is very frustrating exactly um and I'm angry <laughs> um so yeah the final thing we wanted to talk about is stan culture so we looked at the term stan in the dictionary and it's defined as an extremely or excessively enthusiastic or devoted fan Honestly, stands have crossed dangerous boundaries by showing up to homes of celebrities sending inappropriate fan mail or posting threatening messages on social media. And this behavior is what I would like to talk about because it's genuinely dangerous and ridiculous and scary. And we were talking yesterday about like the, the, how the word stand came about and Eminem's um, whole situation. Yeah, his song, Stan. scary. 
If you haven't listened to that um, song, go listen to it because it's crazy. And that's how y'all look sometimes. Not, yes. not the murder, but crazy. <laughs> like, I think it's very interesting that people who do not know personally these celebrities are willing to go so hard for them to the extent that you're like sending death threats and destroying people's lives. Like I was watching Demi Lovato's YouTube documentary series, right? Mm -hmm. And she was talking about, well, they were talking about how her choreographer, who was also one of her best friends. um, So Demi had been to her house for like a party on the same night that she had her like really bad overdose, right? And people literally ruined this woman's career. They were sending her death threats. They ruined her whole, she lost all her partnerships because people were blaming her for Demi's overdose. For years, they were harassing this woman. Like her whole career, like got messed up. Nobody, nobody really came out about the truth until now, years later. So people were like threatening to kill this woman and like harassing her because they came up with this story and like they thought that she was the one who caused Demi's overdose when she really didn't have anything to do with it at all. Like the illness is really mental because why would y'all like why would y'all do that like she said that that was the hardest time of her life and she didn't even do anything that is so scary because I mean you brought up the thing about how it's like psychological and basically I remember reading this article so I actually um went and looked it up and this whole phenomenon or psychological thing is called parasocial relationships or parasocial interactions which is like they initially targeted to television watchers, wait, (laughs) television watchers. They initially linked this to television viewers creating a relationship with the performers on TV. Um, So the viewers would then think that they have a close relationship with the media personality because they've been watching them, despite the fact that they really have not interacted with them ever in person, but they see them watching the show as like oh I know them kind of like we watch YouTubers and well we but kind of like how people will watch YouTubers and be like oh we know them we're best friends it's like I'm watching my best friend you know I love catching up with you and your vlogs like okay relax psychologically it's defined as like an illusionary experience which means that people think that they're engaged in these like reciprocal back and forth relationships not realizing that the celebrity is giving all to you through the whatever mediated thing, experience or whatever information that they're giving you. And you're not giving anything in return because they don't know anything about you. So that is not your friend. And I think social media has made that so much worse because you see people posting every day or responding to your comment and you're like, oh my God, bestie, um, my, my, favorite, my, my favorite person, I love you so much. And like, I can say this as a reform stan, <laughs> which literally sounds like yes let's let's talk about let's it, into it okay as a reformed crip no okay as a reformed stan like I know I from I firsthand know what it is to really like a group of people really like their music and then think oh these people are so cute um I'm, I I want to learn I, I want to learn a lot about them And then you see them interacting on Twitter and you're like, oh, I want them to interact with me. And then you're trying to like get their attention constantly, tweeting them. I literally, this is so, like, this is embarrassing, but like, 
it's above me now like <laughs> I used to tweet these people every day so I'm just gonna say who it is so y'all can just get it out and roast me later but so Consider I this therapy yeah I used to I used to stand five seconds of summer they're a Australian band um I think I really started in like eighth grade and I I mean it's been years since I visited that past <laughs> but I think it really stopped like the last year or two of high school I think I don't know really I can't pinpoint when I finally went I finally reformed and you know healed but <laughs> I just remember like one time I literally got a follow from Ashton Irwin and I was like, this is the best day of my life. Like I was on cloud nine. I was like, oh my God, I have a private DM with Ashton. He replied to my tweet. He knows me. We're friends. I was like, so gassed. But I'm looking back and even thinking about like this parasocial relationship and also knowing a lot of the stuff that we learned in high school about psychology and like your relationship with other people. I'm like, <sighs> it's it's a mirage it's like I don't you're just taking these little pieces of information and forming this idea of this person in your mind but that is not who that person is I feel like I've been talking too long what do you think so so what do you think like led you to develop that kind of like mindset or like what happened like I think So I think it was like the, not like everyone was doing it, but like it was the thing to do. Like if you let were into them, you couldn't just be a casual fan. Like you had to be a stan. If you weren't a stan, you were not there. Like I went to their concert. Like that has nothing to do with me being, I just really like their music. But like um, it goes from, it went from me liking their music to me wanting to know them as people, which is so strange. I don't think I ever thought that they were like my best friend, but like I genuinely was like really invested in that in the band. I'd be like, happy five year anniversary, five sauce. I love you guys so much. Your music has done so much for me as a person and it has really helped me through hard. <laughs> like very much that. And I'm like, girl, girl. <laughs> if you can find those tweets on my on my Twitter, I'm sorry. But I'm I think sorry. I deleted I think I deleted a lot of I think I deleted most of them. But like I don't know. I really have no idea. Just like being a teenage girl, I guess, was a, it's mm. a symptom of being a teenage girl for me. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. Like, I don't know. I think social media just makes it so, so, so much worse. Um, like like you said, how people just can't be calling these celebrities their bestie, their sister, their this and that. I'm like, mm, mm, no like y'all do not know these people but it's weird because I a lot of a lot of celebrities manage their social media in a way that like shows a lot of their daily life um but then also I think people forget that like these celebrities just pick and choose what they want to show you like exactly you know you're actually not seeing that much of their daily life probably if they post five they, they may post five six stories in a day but what really is that so you may be like oh Ariana went to um the barrels for lunch today. Yes, like yes, bestie, like oh my god. Do 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 do. Ariana Grande. Oh. <laughs> See, uh-huh. I really don't be knowing. You said Ariana, like I know her. Ariana Grande, what you mean? That's my queen. That's my girl. Don't not too much. Not uh-huh. a fan. Um, but like 
okay, they showed you what they have for lunch. That does not mean that you have a friendly relationship now. And it's just so interesting. And I think like, um, it's even more interesting to me when people are stands over like these mediocre celebrities, these no talent celebrities, especially um, something that I find weird is these um, like rappers, rapper baby mamas y'all do not need to be sending people death threats and going hard over these these people baby mamas like they do not know you jada and ari are not your sisters that's not your bestie what the like who are these people explain so weird to me who are these people so okay let me do i even know it right jada um you don't know this girl i literally I do not was, know who you know little baby are. you know the rapper little baby sure so jada please y'all correct me if i'm wrong jada was jada is little baby's um baby mama i don't know if she's his her she's his like girlfriend or what but like mm-hmm. that's his baby mama or whatever. I think she like also sells hair or whatever. And you know how they just be doing like these club appearances and promo and shit. But like that's their whole life. And people are literally like in their mind, that's their bestie, like that's their sister, whatever. And then there's this person. Her name is Ari. I think she was with um, you know, this you you have to have seen this woman before. I have seen her, yeah. Ari, I don't know who who her baby daddy is. But as some rapper, I feel, oh, she was with Moneybag, yo. You know that video where he was, like, sweating and screaming up in her air in the club? Yeah. That's her. And okay. Have a, she have a baby with, I don't, I don't think she has his baby. I think her baby daddy is somebody different. But a lot she's going just on like, here. I think she also, maybe she also sells stuff, but, like, she just, like, looks good. And, maybe she also you know, sells stuff. And shit. But I don't even know, but, like... <laughs> People <laughs> just be going crazy over these people. And I'm like, they don't even do it. Like, it's just so odd to me. I did not know that was a thing. So you would call those people stands? Like, I don't know if I would call them st- I don't know. But they're just, like, really aggressive fans. Like, I've, I've literally seen people, like, th- being hateful and aggressive to people who would like say something that they think is bad about their fave or their sister or whatever and they will be defending these people like they know them and I'm like y'all doing a lot like if you was doing this about Beyonce say it was Beyonce right and somebody came on Twitter and they was like Beyonce can't sing like now you're just lying yeah like you just making shit up then I would understand, like, if the hive was to come, not, I don't even know, because you don't the need beehive, to be violent, you don't, to be, to be violent and aggressive and hateful towards that person for just saying that they think Beyonce can't sing is a lot, but also, like, it's different if it's, like, fucking Beyonce, but yeah. to be doing this over fucking Ari, who is just somebody, like, is weird to me, but also, I, I think it's interesting because a lot of people, um, like, not that they give it a pass, but they feel like, hey, why, why knock, like, why, not to say, like, that's their hustle, like, just being somebody baby mama, but it's like, okay, she pretty, she makes, she, like, collecting a bag from doing this, this, that, so why should I not, like, why should I knock her down for it, you know, or, like, why, 
not but to me that's the same level as where they getting the money from i'm confused I guess from their baby daddies and from club appearances and people that be paying them to do promo and they be doing like working with brands and whatever. This is fascinating stuff. I did not know this. It's very weird. But like, yeah. Because honestly, okay. At the end of the day, you can, like, we're not saying don't stand people. We're just like trying to have like a discussion about like what even is this culture where fans turn violent when you suddenly disagree with what they have to say about their fave like even I think of like the k-pop stands where you breathe wrong and they're like what did you say about this person this person this person and I'm like first of all who do you think you're talking to and I don't even know who these people are um <laughs> I I think it can be very harmless for the most part like stand culture like honestly especially just coming from like my perspective of like being there being that person um you like I just when it gets to a level where it's a little unhealthy and you think that you are genuinely friends with this person that you know them have a relationship with them because mm. like celebrities love to say that they have relationships with their fans but I'm like exactly but what no, do you, you know don't. about your fans exactly and it's weird because for example the other day I saw somebody tweeted Megan Thee Stallion they was like I'm having a bad day please say hi to me and then Megan quoted the tweet. She was like, hi, boo. Like, oh, wow. And that person's date was probably made. And it's like, okay, like, you're valid. Like, you feel like your favorite celebrity, you know, acknowledged you. Or they know you now. Or they know you exist, which, like, validates your existence or whatever, right? But, like, one, that is strange, like, that you need to feel this kind of validation from, like, being tweeted by a celebrity. All she had to do was press quote tweet say hi boo and go on with her day that was really nothing for her I I I tell you that that was really nothing so you don't like but then it's like if you and if you engage with your fans on Twitter and stuff does that mean you have relationships with them like how how should celebrities have relationships with their fans then yeah it's like how you define relationship because I guess that like responding to people on Twitter is their definition of relationship because especially especially now, like you're not gonna have meet and greets or anything like that, so you're not gonna actually meet these people. Um, so I guess that's their way of like creating um, relationships with their fans and like through their Instagrams or whatever. I don't know. I'm just like, all of this is so surface level. You really don't know these people at all. And I think there's nothing wrong with um, stands as long as they're not like you know being violent or. Um, verbally abusive to people and threatening them yeah um but I think there's a I think there's definitely levels to stand culture and like just celebrity culture overall because it can be so toxic but it can also just be like very harmless thing that's just like us you know just a a little offshoot of capitalism that we have to deal with in our lives you know what I mean <laughs> right yeah but I definitely wish that people that we as a society would be a bit more um, critical of celebrity as a concept and just allowing people to feel like they exist um, on a pedestal from regular, regular people or that they are gods and very like superior and should be like exalted, especially when they do absolutely nothing. And especially when they're just like mediocre and white. That's the takeaway here. 
that's the takeaway here. We're not here for um, white mediocrity, as we aren't here for it every other day of the year. Period. All right, let's get into the music that we've been listening to. My first song is called All My Girls Like to Fight by Hope Tala. Um, everything will be in the playlist, so check it out there. But that's such a nice song. It's very like, um, you know, I don't know how to describe it. It's just chill. Her voice is really nice and like sultry and like sexy. All My it. Girls Like to Fight and it's sultry. I'm confused. What? What's the vibe? Just listen to it. Is it a? Is it rap? Is she a rap? Are there? It's Hope Tala, a rapper. No, she's a singer. But there's also like a little um, like bridge where she's like kind of rapping. So my, my second song is "Kiss Me More" by Doja Cat and SZA. Love this song. This really been my song of the week. The past two weeks, every day I've listened to this song. Shower song walking song everything it, i love it's so upbeat and doja Cat is actually so talented i love i love her music and i love SZA, so period um and my last song is montero call me by your name by the math x love it nothing okay. else needs to be said what more exactly, exactly. That's it. take it away penny that has also been in my playlist this month but that's not what i'm gonna highlight so my first song is Love is Drove by Jack Harlow featuring Static Major and Bryson Tiller. This song, y'all, this whole album is so good, but this song has been such a vibe. And I love Jack Harlow. Like, I was going to say something weird, but anyway, so I'm just not going to say that. But yeah, Jack Harlow, period. Um, the next song I've been listening to is more like a clubby, imagine Bond, but when it's like a non-Black DJ night, you know what I mean? Where it's like, just, what is it, like EDM, ooh, fist pump music, but I really like it. I really love Choice of Anne. So this song is You um, by Regard, Choice of Anne, and McRae. Such a nice, upbeat song, very summer vibes. I'm trying to make my summer playlist right now, so I'm really loving that. And last yeah. song... Sunbathe by I think it's Taney and Miguel. That song, Miguel has the top spot on my um, summer playlist right now because he just is giving the vibes that I need this summer or for the summer coming. And I'm just very, just loving that song, been loving that, had that on repeat. And those are my music highlights. Love it. Yeah, I'm trying to make my summer playlist too. So I'm going to check out this um, song with Choice of and see. I'm making it on there. Oh, yeah. uh, yes, Queen. Thank you all for tuning in this week. We'd love to keep the conversation going on our pages. So please reply on our Twitter and comment on our recent Instagram post with your thoughts on celebrity culture. Follow us on our pages at Weagling Pod on Twitter, at Weagling Podcast on Instagram to stay updated when we post new episodes. And we'll see you in two weeks. Weagling. <laughs>